Hello, welcome back to Voices of the Valley Flora and Fauna. This is Ramona and Soleil Gaylord. And today we are back on the show, returning Yay. to one of our original subjects, aspen trees. Um, but unfortunately, we're going to be talking about the decline of aspen trees this time. And this summer, as I've been hiking and running among our beautiful San Juans, I've been noticing these big stands of aspens turning brown. And I think that after a long run through one of these aspen stands that was completely dead, I realized, you know what, I need to do some research and find out why these trees are dying long before the fall colors. Seems and very abnormal. And here's what I found. So beginning in about 2004, similarly, foresters noticed aspens in western Colorado falling silent, much as I did this summer. And so these aspens regularly do fall to disease and pests, but this is a large-scale occurrence where an entire stand dies in a short period of time. And I also was kind of doing my own research and... The story gets more saddening. By 2006, close to about 150,000 acres of Colorado aspen stands were dead and or damaged, uh, according to aerial surveys that were done. And by 2007, this phenomenon actually had a name, sudden aspen decline. Let's just call it SAD, uh, a very appropriate acronym there. And the acreage of dead aspens had more than doubled with about 13% of the state's aspens showing declines. And I don't know, most of us here in Telluride, if you've, it, maybe it's just happening at such a, a slow, non-noticeable rate for some, but there aren't as many aspen stands as when I was younger. I know that much. And you, when you see a big stand of yellow, it's not as often as it once was. And so the aspen stands are definitely declining to those of you that have noticed that. Dead stands could and stretch for miles and miles and aspen declines are also underway, not only in Colorado, but to our neighbors to the north in Wyoming and west in Utah and south of down in Arizona, elsewhere in the Rockies. And surveys of two national forests in Arizona have shown that from, actually from 2000 to 2007, lower elevation areas lost about 90% of their aspen in Arizona. Yeah, and so I dug a little deeper. I wanted to find out why was this occurring? And there are two main reasons that aspens are dying, and those are disease and pests. So actually, upon closer inspection of the aspen tree, um, it turns out that there's a bark beetle. No kidding. Yeah, no more than one twelfth inch long, but it is capable of cutting off the entire tree's nutrient supply. So it's quite similar to the pine bark beetle. But these beetles are a big mystery. So before sudden aspen decline, aspen bark beetles were known to science, but most hadn't heard of them. But now researchers find bark beetles in almost every damaged stand. So scientists also observed that some fungi, boars, and other insects were pro proliferating among the aspen. And to make matters worse, the most extensive aspen decline is in the hottest and driest areas, so the low-lying south-facing slopes. And this pattern suggests that the region's extreme drought and high temperatures, which are both possible symptoms of global warming, of course. have weakened the trees, um, allowing for disease and insect attacks. And, of course, we've seen this pattern this summer um, here in Telluride. 
Yeah, those little withered leaves that you guys are probably seeing on your hikes and those stands and the, and the light green color too. They're just not the old robust uh, aspen stands that we are uh, used to seeing. We're seeing a lot more of these little withered uh, weaklings. And worryingly, it seems that new stems aren't growing back after trees die because uh, drought and heat have stressed the trees so much. And during drought, aspens, what happens is they close off the microscopic openings in their leaves. And that's a survival measure that they use that allows, it's, it slows water loss. But also at the same time, it obviously slows the uptake of s carbon dioxide, which is a, a required uh, component of photosynthesis. And as a result, the trees can't convert as much sunlight into sugar. That's if you remember your uh, junior high or high school biology class, that's what photosynthesis does. It converts sunlight into sugar. So trees aren't as effective, at, aspen trees aren't eff as effective at doing this now that they're, uh, those openings in their leaves are closed down. And it's speculated that uh, the trees absorb stored energy from their own roots. Um, and so what they're doing is they're taking that energy and it's eventually killing the roots and preventing the rise of new aspen sprouts. And so they're basically starving themselves to death. Yeah, and even scarier, sudden aspen decline is distinguished from normal decline because it affects the aspen so quickly. So they can have total stand level collapse within a short period of time, typically two to five years. That's pretty scary. And the faster growing, shorter lived species with high water demands, such as aspen, are more vulnerable to this mortality during drought events. So predisposition to near surface soil conditions makes aspen particularly vulnerable to soil water loss because of surface evaporation. And areas that are droughty and of low site productivity are therefore particularly susceptible to sudden aspen decline induced mortality. Yep. And so these droughts then uh, cascade into this, this further horrible event that make aspirin prone to secondary fungal pathogens and in insects. It's like their immune system is just breaking down like a pattern of disease. And uh, primary defoliating insects such as forest tent caterpillars, those big masses of caterpillars that all of us tell you ride, people, especially kids, notice in the spring uh, those masses of caterpillars can coexist and interact with the sudden aspen death syndrome. And aspen trees rely heavily on uh, recent xylem growth for water transportation and continued growth. And the accumulation of hydraulic damage to that xylem and reduced growth over all these multiple drought seasons limits their ability to tolerate these secondary pathogens, which are the funguses and the insects. So they're just having a really hard time of it these days. Yeah, and another consequence of the drought is that carbon starvation frequently occurs in these areas. Um, so after hydraulic damage, non-structural carbohydrates are allocated from long-term storage to higher priority tasks. So that might be maintaining respiration to compensate for the decline in photosynthesis from reduced water uptake. And because root systems are more distal sink, root carbon stores are not replenished and root biomass decreases and carbohydrates are allocated um, more to the leaves. And so that causes the root biomass to shrink quite significantly. 
Um, and so this eventual loss of, right, of root biomass because of carb starvation is a major consequence and key factor leading to canopy decline and tree mortality. So what you're basically seeing is this, this, this like shrinking root because it's giving all of its energy back up to the, to the leaves and to the, through the stems up to the leaves, right? Yes, and, exactly. And so it's just not able to survive after a couple of seasons of such um, drought and harshness to the, to the root mass where usually like in our perennial plants right now, they're storing as much as they can in their roots so they can survive through the winter. But with these... With this uh, intense sudden aspen death in the aspens, their root the root balls are just getting smaller and shrinking, and there's nothing for them, right? Exactly. So I I think it's probably a good thing that we've had these late August rains, and perhaps next summer we'll have a heavier monsoon, and we'll see those aspens begin to replenish. Hopefully. But more than anything, I think the lesson I learned from this is that it's imperative we keep our eyes peeled. We notice these ecological changes things are changing on a large scale and if we are staying alert to them and researching and consulting biologists we will learn a lot about the ecosystems surrounding us so stay tuned folks you are listening to voices of the valley flora and fauna happy late summer to you all thank you koto and And ban kerr always thank you koto